Hi there, and welcome to our bonus episode podcast, Brews and Wets, from the Combat Stress 100 series of podcasts. In this episode, veterans tell us about some of the strangest places they've brewed up in, i.e. made a cup of tea. The old adage of an army marches on its stomach is still as true today as ever. To all arms of the military, having a brew is important. Brewing up is essential for keeping up morale, and it's a chance for some light-hearted banter. As the saying goes, have one when you can, as you don't know when you'll get another opportunity. So whether you like yours NATO standard, that's milk and two sugars, or Julie Andrews, white none, get a brew and listen to some of the more light-hearted moments of where our veterans have brewed up. Where's the strangest place you've had to ever brew up? I would honestly say that's probably been on the end of the runway at Kabul. Uh, when we were waiting for aircraft to clear and there was something going on and we just thought, sod it, you know, we'll have a brew up here. And uh, no one seemed to mind and we, we did it there. So, uh, yeah, Kabul Airport. Well, I've got a smile on your face then. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me what is the the most extreme or funniest place you've ever brewed up? The funniest place I've ever brewed up? Or unusual place, whatever way, whatever way oh, you want to put it. Oh dear. Um, the, the funniest place we used to brew up, we used to have a wee tea stop in, in, a, guy's, uh, in a guy's house. This guy lived in a wee, um, a wee group of bungalows. And uh, um, if we'd have been out uh, beyond, we'd have been about maybe 20 miles from our base. And he would have said, uh, come on, we'll go round to the house and we'll get a, a brew. And obviously a brew meant a wee drop of the, the, uh, the black bush into the tea or whatever too, you see. So we, we drove up this day and there was a wee tiny lane up the side of his house. And we drove up the side of this lane. And one guy in particular wouldn't, who was looking promotion wouldn't go in. So the rest was all piled in with rifles and webbing and body armour mm. everything into this, this wee group of bungalows. And all the bungalows sort of relied on each other for the drink. And uh, so we're all sitting with the gear all hanging off us, uh, threw all the rifles into a room out of the road. The guy was sitting out in the, in the Land Rover who wouldn't come in because he was afraid of getting caught. And somebody had said, um, is there a wee fella in the Land Rover? And my mate says, he says, yes. He says, will you take a cup of tea? He says, he does. He says, really black. He says, and a piece of burnt toast with no, with no butter. <laughs> So he walked out to the Cadillac for the girl thinking she was doing, and she gave him this tea that had been, had about three tea bags in it, and she'd obviously trodden on it with her own feet, and uh, a piece of charcoal bread, and uh, and we were inside having a chuckle. And next thing we saw the lights, and the kids were running out about right around the bungalows with their rifles. I could see the outline of the lights, you know. It was uh, oh, we brew stops everywhere. With brew stops everywhere, that's what you did, you know. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, some very funny ones. Stranger place I've ever brewed up in the British Army. That would have to be, I suppose, in Belize, and we was in a jungle, and it was raining, because you get a lot of rain in there, and all that kit was absolutely drenched. We didn't mind because it's quite warm, but we, we, want, we wanted a brew. So we got a hexi block out, and every time we got a hexi block out to try and lights it it's supposed to burn it's paraffin it's supposed to burn but the rain put it out so he noticed there's a big leaf this big leaf on this tree 
So he pulled it over and I was holding it down while my mate was beside me with his hexi-block getting a brew on. <laughs> yeah. The other one was, was we used to try and, uh, especially on exercise, uh, we used to jack the cabs up on the vehicle so they went up and if the engine was hot we used to put our caps on. It never worked, but the heat from the engine trying to heat up. So we used to get lukewarm tea, but it didn't matter, it was warm. There's three of the strangest places I've probably brewed up is one was in one was in Iraq on the side of a road that was part of a convoy with a load of civilian vehicles and everything else like that and brewing up with some of the local Iraqis and having their coffee in that and just learning a completely different you know culture way of life and yeah that was uh, it was kind of bizarre which is a uh, you could still hear all kinds of explosions, gunfire and that going off in the distance and you just sat there on the, the rug that they lay out, a few of them cross-legged and you just drinking a cup of coffee. Seemed perfectly normal to me. Um, the other one again was Iraq, down in um, Basra Palace. Uh, the first time we actually came under fire was Chinese rockets flying overhead and just calmly going, fireworks are out tonight then. Start the kettle off. That was, uh, it, it was kind of a, a defence mechanism for how to deal with it, rather than panicking, it was just, oh, OK. Mm. But yeah, and then the, probably the third and final one was um, in the mountains in northwest Italy. Uh, we'd gone on a Via Ferrata, which was where you've got all the iron rungs and everything going through the mountains, ladders, bridges, wire bridges and everything like that, from stuff that they used. Originally, during World War One, as a way to move troops around and that, but then became a sporting one as well. So we did that and on the top of a mountain, started making a brew in glorious sunshine. Lovely this, yeah, I'll take my top off from bathing. Two minutes later, clouds gone completely down below you and you're getting snowed on. So that was kind of... <laughs> this wasn't in the brochure. So yeah, it was uh, some of the weirdest places, you know, 12,000 feet up on the side of a mountain making a break. It seemed perfectly normal. Basically, I brewed up in the back of a French four-tonner on a convoy drive from Belgrade to Yugoslavia when the war was on. And uh, I just got me, uh, the old, what's her name? Hexy bearing that out. Yeah, yeah. Lucky enough, the floor of this was iron or steel, not wood like ours. And I just got this hexy bearing out and brewed up. <laughs> and I thought, there's no way, because it took 16 hours to get yeah, in, yeah. in this convoy. And I thought, there's no way I'm going this long without a brew. <laughs> so I brewed up a mess tin and maybe it's a brew. The Marines don't brew, they make a wet. So that's the first thing, okay? So the Army make brews, the Marines or the Naval Service make wets. So. The strangest place I've made a wet is in uh, a marble-lined toilet in one of Saddam's palaces in northern Iraq with a gold throne. If you enjoyed this bonus episode, please check out our other two bonus episodes where you will hear from David Saville on how Age Exchange got involved with Combat Stress and the Combat Stress 100 project came about. In our other episode, you will hear from Rachel Duffett on authoring and researching the Combat Stress 100 book, 
100 Years of Veterans Mental Health, a history of combat stress. Combat Stress is a charity that is heavily dependent on public donations. If you can help, text GIVE to 70004 to donate £5. Please note, we may contact you about this campaign and the work our charity does. To give £5, but to opt out from further contact from us, text GIVE NO. Text cost your standard network rate, plus your £5 donation. Combat Stress will receive 100% of your donation. Please obtain the bill payers' permission before you text. The customer care line is 01372 587 153. Charity number 206002. Thanks for listening and see you next time.